Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you to our friends at Gooder Sunglasses, you guys, the home for the funniest, funnest, finest, and fiscaliest sunglasses available. Yes, I used that last week, but I liked it so much I wanted it to live again. All polarized, all non-slip, all style, and all under 35 bucks. Whoever you are, you ride you. Whatever groups you fit into, you ride you. Because all cyclists are ultimately the same as they share their love of two wheels. You also have eyes, you guys, probably. And if you do, you probably enjoy protecting those squints that have taken you from road to track to gravel to mountain trails and back again safely and successfully allowing you to dodge cars and squirrels alike. Get to Gooder.com today and peruse the fun. Grab about four pair while you're at it. Did you, could you tell that the middle part of that was something I didn't write? It was, mm-hmm. I was a little confused. I, I should have probably pre-read my copy. That's what you're supposed to do in the podcasting <laughs> Well, industry. it sounded professional. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Wahoo Fitness, you guys. That's right. Who'd have thought that a company that created a little silly ant key creation in 2009 would end up the trainer tech and innovation powerhouse that is Wahoo Fitness today? And speaking of today, you guys know it's coming if you live in Spokane like us, you're probably already thinking of actually having to get on the trainer again. I think I even have that. Uh, well, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, it's too late. I should have I should have planned these things out. Um, Wahoo has the best of them, and they are available now, you guys. Uh, I don't know if you saw the mad rush that happened over the last years because of the pandemic where trainers were gone. So uh, get over to wahoofitness.com, but do me a favor first. If you buy, please take a second and go to packfiller.com, click on the Wahoo link, and then shop away as you normally would. Yeah, we get paid a little bit there. And finally, Ambassador Cycling. You all know how important proper bike fit is. I'm wearing my ambassador shirt as I speak. You all got aches and pains and things like that, right? Well, guess what? You don't need to have aches and pains if you get a proper fit. It doesn't have to be your new purchase. It can be the bike you've ridden for decades. Um, I'm going to get my wife in there immediately. We're talking about buying her a new bike. I'll talk about that here shortly. But it will change your cycling life. Get over to ambassadorcycling.com. Get in touch with Sam. So there we go. I did it. That took way too long than it should have. But let's do this. Long sponsor reads today. I, I take blank. Never a bad thing. 
Technically, you're right, and I almost spilled my own beer in my own. That's my job. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. Sometimes you're the windshield. Sometimes you're the bug. Um, We're all here in the great Northwest are officially bugs. Um, Our sky's been smoky enough to cancel bike races, and all the training is going into an apparent season of Fondos. It took me a while. Uh, We're here to commiserate. We're here to motivate. We are the Pack Filler. Uh, Welcome to everybody. Welcome back. With me are my fellow first world problem sufferers. First off, the guy who I truly dreamed of seeing cross the line first this weekend. And I'm I'm telling you that now because that was my plan and that was my dream all along. Welcome back to the show, of course, Mr. Paul Main. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. I st- well. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, the guy who could very well be considering a return to Portland, Mr. Jackson Bulger. How are you, man? Good, yeah, doing well. Me, I'm the guy who caused all this. Uh, no, I didn't light any fires, but I finally got into shape, and that's why this happened. So I am sorry. It is all my fault. Oh. Gentlemen, I, you know how I usually start the show by asking who's been riding and things like that. I don't know if I'm going to bother asking who's riding. So I'm going to I'm going to ask this: How did you deal with the blow of having our district championships canceled? Should I let the listeners know that yes, because of the smoke in the air here in Spokane, Washington, our race this past weekend for our district championships that Paul, I know, was your your big bright shining star mm-hmm. of the season got canceled um i mean two days before the air was bad but not unhealthy mm-hmm. day before bad and they pulled the plug uh, sunday i don't think it was t- as bad but it was still bad mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so uh, there there's the background how did how did um how did you deal with this past weekend being canceled i guess that's my question i uh I I just you know with everything happening, my car getting squished and everything, yeah. I oh. I went to the shower and went into fetal position, just sat there, <laughs> let the water run, cleanse me of my sorrows, yeah. <clears throat> watch it go down the drain. Big, loud, heavy sobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did say in a text that I thought was actually pretty good. It was like I got drunk on Saturday. No, got drunk on Friday, was hungover on Saturday, and I rode my bike on Sunday. That was actually um, Scooter. Yeah. That, oh, that was Scooter? Mm-hmm. Oh, he got yeah. drunk on Friday? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Then signed up for some races. I did some drinking. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I had nothing to, to lose then. <laughs> I had no intentions to drink on Friday, but once the I, news came, it's like, yeah, I think I got a St. Bernardist. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just go and grab. I was yeah. I was the same. I was like, I'm not going to drink. I'm, I'm going dry. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going dry. Pat Bulger what? is going dry for Thursday and Friday and then Saturday and Sunday. And then mm-hmm. Sunday I was going to obviously drink until yep. I fell, fell over. But, um, yeah, it fucking sucked. Did you ride at all this no, weekend? No, not at all. Haven't yet? No, I haven't. No. It's it's like the proverbial you know balloon. You blow it up. I'm yeah. all anxious. It's tight. And then... <laughs> <laughs> That's how it <laughs> it's been that way since fucking COVID started. I know. Okay. Jackson, what did you do? How did you deal with it? You're probably, you're just like, I got 
dozens of state championships ahead of me. I'm good. <laughs> this is just one out of the needle in the haystack. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's it's been kind of funny because I've been so busy lately with my new job and all that. So I've just like when it happened, I didn't really have a chance to process it. Um, and I don't know if I've still really like thought about it that much. Really? Um, so now that it's been a little while, um, I might've just, I don't know if my brain really like connected to it, which is really interesting. Um, I was really bummed cause I did want to win as I expressed on the last show. Yeah. Um, but I guess it is what it is. I, I, I just kind of had to, yeah, look at it. Like I just said, it is w- like it was what it was. And it as big of a bummer as it was, I, hoping there will be races in the future i was genuinely uh, on the verge of giddy Mm -hmm. i was i was i was nervous which i haven't been for a long time i was watching the temperatures go up it's been in the 90s uh consistently here until today now it's 30 degrees cooler um and i was actually thinking okay I've been dealing with the heat all summer. This might be a good thing. I, you know, I'll drink this time, yeah. um, and and I, I think this will be a good race. It's going to suck, but it'll be it'll be kind of glorious. You know, I was in that mentality, and um, and I was yeah, I was even kind of getting excited for the crit. I haven't done a crit in all honesty in a couple of years, several years. Mm-hmm. My God, more than that. They're fun. Yeah, it's it's genuinely been the the our, our raceway park doesn't count as a crit. That's mm-hmm. a circuit race. I don't think I've done a crit in probably seven or eight years, at least. Holy shit! Wow. Well, how old were you when we did the the Buck Knives crit out of priest early high school? Line. So okay, so it's been well, that's eight years, seven or eight years. Yeah, fucking hell. Um. So I dealt with it by, um, I drank wine on Friday. Mm-hmm. I had four beers on Saturday. And I went out and I did some road rage sprints uh, yesterday. I mean, Yeah, yesterday. I went out and was just like, I'm just going after everything. Because I, I think I gained two pounds this week. And I've become <laughs> that person who's paranoid <laughs> about it now. So I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I step on the scale. Oh, no. You know, and so I'm already just starting to have a tough time with it. So, um, guys, what's on the horizon? Seriously, what's on the horizon? We we know we're going to have to drink here soon because Paul and and Scooter have registered for a very specific race. Um, what do you guys have to look forward to? Oh, um, <laughs> it's so damn mellow. It's tough because we're at that part of the year where cycling begins to fade yeah. away, yeah. Um, yeah. and become what I don't like to talk about. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so people are going to start posting that, you know, cross is coming, all that bullshit yeah. hashtag shit. I'm like, like scooter. Does he? Yeah. yeah he wants to guy. do it. He wants to do it. Yeah. Um, I think you and I'll do the Coeur Fondo. Um, yeah. other than that, I probably will be done for racing for the year. Unfortunately. Fuck. That, I, this show, will, we will not be depressing the whole show. No, but, uh, <laughs> There is plenty of races. There's a crit in Vancouver, and it popped up on my Facebook that says, "There's no racing any in around here anymore." Yeah, kind of. You made that quote last week. Yeah, and that was on there, and it says, "Don't be that guy, Vancouver." <laughs> Cap- I think it's called the Capital Crit, and it's uh, really maybe it's not the Capital Crit. I don't know what it is. 
but um, it's on the 21st. So there's a crit down there, 21st. Vancouver, Washington. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. There's state championships TT the next weekend. Yeah, I did see that. Mm-hmm. I did see on that. On the 29th. And uh, Bike Fit Sam's going. Yep. He invited me, and I started working on my TT bike. Are you really? Yeah, possibly. I'll, I'll see what it's like. If I can get out and not, uh, not die of smoke. Yeah, die of smoke yeah. inhalation. inhalation. Yeah. yeah. And then for me, I think I want to, uh, what is the 18th of September? Is the grandfather in Coeur d'Alene? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hop over there and you get a, after you do it, you get a free ticket to go to the Oktoberfest. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. there's another one going on at the same time, Spokane. So I'll just start there, drive one beer, and then drive to. There's a brewery oh downtown God. that we were talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Brick we West can, yeah. has is going to have an Oktoberfest. That that, that's like the five brewery. Mm-hmm. Thing in a yeah. in a district in around here, yeah, mm-hmm. twenty bucks I think it was, and yeah. you get like, oh shit, that could be a good day. And then the next weekend, yeah, Turtle Bloom, Turtle Bloom Drake. So you're already signed up for that? I have not. Not yet. I'm, I'm gonna. Not yet. I'm gonna get my money back from, from and just roll it yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. From uh, Jesus. Yeah. It just dawned on me. We're going to roll wanna... it over. I'm thinking of the Belgian trippers supposed to fucking yeah. take. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just spiraling down into depression here. Well, I, I'm almost <laughs> tempted, to be honest with with River City, to see if I can just donate that money to them. Really? Yeah. I, it, I, think I don't know. Okay. If, did you did you hear some sponsor stepped up and paid for all yeah. the losses? Yeah. yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that is. Uh, I'm sure they're going to reveal who that sponsor is maybe they want to stay anonymous but yeah that's man in this day and age yeah yeah that's a good thing i'm i'm continuing on with apparently my theme of of 2021 is just a fondo season because i'm now at the point where it's like the only thing i really have because i can't do tour de bloom drink uh you can just sip uh or we can just add them all up um i can't do it because uh I have a wedding to attend that weekend. Uh, my cousin's getting wedding, getting wedding, getting married, and, uh, <laughs> getting, and wedding. So getting wedding. You are married, <laughs> and uh, so uh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to travel to that. But I do have um, the court of fondo that I'm going to do again. Another fondo. Uh, I just mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're racing, but in essence, the Belgian waffle ride was kind of a fondo. Yeah, and it was if, a fondo. If we cross the line first, technically we race to win. Yeah. So yeah. So there's there's the Cordofondo, and then there's the good old Chafe in Sandpoint, um, which I have expressed mild interest amongst the guys in doing. And uh, the Waples brothers want to do a, the full 150, and they want to race it like they want to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of f- <laughs> trying to figure out what to do here because um, I don't know if, I can hang with those guys for 150 miles. You could definitely win the 80, without a doubt. You, when you and I did the 80, I know you could, like, you three together. Could but do but that they're one. doing the 150. I know. That's a really long way to go. And you're not going <sighs> to talk them out of it, I don't think. I don't think no. so. There's an 150, there's a 100, there's an 80, and then who cares what the other distances are. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. 150. 50 fucking miles. Yep. 
on North Idaho Road. I'm waiting for yeah. you guys. I'm waiting for you guys. No, it's okay. You guys are talking me out of it, which yeah. is no. good. I was expecting you guys to be like, Pat, you got to do it. Fuck pussy. It's just you and I Don't did. Be a bitch. You and I did ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and I rode 132 miles, which different, you know. Yeah, completely. Very yeah. different, but 150 sounds like. A little bit more and a little yeah. bit worse. <laughs> I like to ride my bike, and I've discovered that through the years, when I start approaching 80, it's not quite as fun as I started <laughs> yeah. off in the previous 80. And yeah. every mile it ticks over. By the time the farthest I ever gone was 134, I was ready to get off, and I did not yeah. really enjoy riding really? my bike. That's just me. I'm not an endurance person, so... It, all all it is is just attrition. You're just trying yeah. to find something to get down your gullet, and yeah. it's not. Yeah, you're sore all over, and you know, yeah, it's no good. See, I'm not hating that. Ever since 2016, when I did uh, Leadville, I've been kind of like, I don't <clears throat> hate this. I maybe maybe I should do some of this stuff, but you know. Well, the difference with Leadville. And it not that it made it any easier. No. You're able to change your position by pushing your bike. <laughs> you're getting off the bike. You're moving, doing, yeah. using different muscles. <laughs> when you're in 150 miles in this, like, yeah. sedentary area, yeah. I mean, you're just yeah. moving your hand position and cranking your bike. I mean, your back probably three, four degrees. Yeah. Maybe a scooter said he'd do it. Maybe we could just crush, crush. No, he said he'd do the 80 or the 100. Yeah. Maybe we just crush the 80. There you go. They could probably be coaxed into the 100, I bet, in the, the Waples. Yeah. You four together. Sam, if you're listening to this podcast, let's let's talk about the 80 or the 100. You know, see what you think. He's I I actually he said in a text the other day, he's like, "Well, don't they bus you to the start of the of the 80 and the 100?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He says, "Well, why don't you just ride your bike to the start of the 80 <laughs> or the 100?" I was like, "God damn it. That makes sense, but I so hate that sounds you awful." It. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Especially That's because, 50 miles away. I'm yeah, not going to ride my bike. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Uh, so that's basically I just I don't want to say that my season has been a, a cornucopia of Fondo rides. And I, as a guy who claims to want to be a bike racer, I don't know if I consider those. And we've talked about that on the mm-hmm. show before. But, you know, are they? Are they? I don't know. It can be fun. Yeah. And it's like, uh, what was that one pack filler? Uh, person can't remember her name. She said, "You know, when you guys discuss whether yeah. a fondo could be, and yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh, a race until you get dropped. Then it's yeah, it was well played. Then you well, suck. Then you, you keep going, and, and then you, and then, then you just, get cookies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So what 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 is it going to take you guys to get you? Okay, and and yes, this I, I should just t- I'm gonna sh- title this episode "Gloom and Doom" apparently because um, what is it gonna take here? We've been we're we're staring down the barrel of a potential another expansion in the in the COVID world. Um, races did come back, but not a lot of them came back. Um, what's it gonna take? Is is Tour de Bloom? You don't have to drink this time. Is Tour de Bloom going to be enough for you? He'll drink anyway. Going to be enough to keep your batteries charged for 2022? Or, or maybe it might not happen. You know, mm-hmm. here we're dealing with all the smoke. Who knows what the fuck we're going to deal with? What is it going to take to get to keep things going that leaves a little bit of a, of a spyglass toward, to, towards 2022 to keep you guys going? Oh, it's it's tough. Yeah, I don't I don't know. 
because I haven't really lived in Spokane for the past year, you know, so I don't I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, you know, doing any event, I get like excited. I hope I win every event that I that I enter into. So that kind of gets me excited no matter what. And then also there is like Zwift stuff, you know, if we did another version of our online racing or okay. we do stuff like that, like that gets me excited. Like any competition gets me pretty excited for any sort of bike racing. Yeah, I know Swift has Swift has nothing for you, Paul. No, yeah, no, it's cartoons. <laughs> I like Bugs Bunny. What's better. gonna What's gonna keep you going? Uh, oh well, if if Just it does, if a Turtle Bloom does go, Jesus, we're gonna get hammered. That was um, good. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then it will because th- that's just ending on a high note. You know, I've got, I haven't done a four day stage race in a long time, or three day, four stage. Yeah, uh, stage race in a while, and that just—I mean—you're carrying it on that fire. I mean, if if it doesn't happen, you know, piss. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like another year, just like down the toilet. That's and yeah. if it keeps it up. I'll wait. I'll be in a different age group in another year and a half. So oh, then, then my chances <laughs> that herd's getting thinner, so that whenever they get to do this, the district championships, I might have a better chance. <laughs> <laughs> do you um do either you guys take uh time off the bike at the end of the no. season no jackson no no it i just i used to bring it inside yeah yeah i used to i did i did it in the real early days when i i raced every weekend and had one yeah. to two you know training races um i'd take bird season hunting season yeah off for about a month CP and I used to take our dogs and guns for a walk, we would say, because there wasn't any birds to shoot. So <laughs> maybe we were just bad hunters, but we had it fun, you know. So that was about the only month, and then I just got back into it. Yeah. I I used to take time off, but I, I think it used to be a, a, like the month of October and maybe even no, November, part a good chunk of November I used to take off. And then things kicked up in kind of December, then really kicked in in January. It was always that that was the time when you really had to start. So I don't know. I'm, I'm paranoid about it, and I got I to gotta find a way to keep things going. Um, I already cross. know. What? Cross. Well, I was going to ask mm-hmm. if cross. I don't know if I'm going to race cross. I just... I, I I will work out in cross and and do that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but a lot of times on mornings of cross races, it's You're icy. Hungover? I'm hungover. <laughs> it's icy. It's cold, and I'm looking out the car window, and I'm going, "This fucking sucks out there." And I know I'm a pussy for saying these things, but and I'm, a lot of people are going to give me shit. But I just go, I don't want to race in this weather. This is horrible and miserable. Am I alone? No, if it, I'm going to be honest, if I have to break out my winter jacket, that's the farthest I'm going to go. Like, <laughs> I don't have bib. Sh- I like I don't have like full on bib tights. So yeah. it's like at that point, it's just kind of not okay. worth it to yeah. me. I don't want to I don't want to shiver after a ride. Yeah, I just I I think cross is great. I think it's a way to stay in shape. It's not the cold that bothered me is getting off your bike. That's so stupid. The whole idea of riding your bike. Five is minutes ago, it. you said the great thing about Leadville was that I could get off my bike. Well, yeah, that changes. That's a different. <laughs> I'm saying it's a different than riding in a bike position. It wasn't a great thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, okay. But yeah, I just don't like the part of, you know, running. Yeah. I never did enjoy running. So why would I do that with a bike on my shoulder? <laughs> yeah, this is even worse. 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's kind of crit oriented. Again, yeah. it's it's kind of a bike handling it, it borders borderlines. There's there is some strategy involved, just sure. like mountain bikes. But oh it's yeah, completely different than road bikes. You can't. I don't know. It really is at a certain point you just hit your right at your anaerobic threshold and try and hold it as long as you can. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And then th- there are some course designers, and I know that there are some some cross riders who are going to agree with me on this one. Who are some course designers who just decide to do just kind of bullshit stuff that I think in terms of course, you know, with pinwheels or something like that. You yeah. know, where you're where you're doing this, you know, going around tape and and poles in in a park, and mm-hmm. that's like that's uh, to me, that's not. Uh, that's not racing. That's mm-hmm. that's just you know, balancing, and, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. I, I don't like that kind of shit. So I don't know, but it, we'll go from there. I did I did have a talk with my wife, and I can say this on the air that that um, I'm I'm convincing her to probably buy some kind of a gravel bike that she can take on the road and things like that. So my wife is getting excited about riding a bike, and so Good. I'm like, wow, that could that's going to recharge my battery. She's like, I want. I want to ride two days a week with you, and I'm like, oh shit, okay. Let me ask the guys. No, I mean, yeah. but, but it's uh, you know, how much are e-bikes? Yeah, no. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's gonna. She, uh, we're, we're we're talking to the Mojo guys, and we might go out and talk to those guys and, and mm-hmm. see what they got out there. So, so there we go. Uh, should we should we jump in? Yeah, we probably should. We should probably jump straight into headlines and go from there, you guys. Um, in case you haven't been paying attention, and I know. So and you and I, Jackson and I talked about this a little bit earlier about the Welta and things like that. And I do want to talk about that here as we get going here. Welta update. Fabio Jacobson came out on top in a hotly contested sprint today to decide stage four of the Welta. Marks his first Grand Tour stage win since 2019 and his first since that horrific crash in last year's Tour of Pologne. Um, he timed the sprint to perfection. Came around Arno Demar uh, and signed the final eight eighty k of the eighty k eighty meters of the slightly uphill finish. Uh, and and you know th- th- there were tears of joy basically all around with that one. No changes in the overall standings, although uh, Rain Tarame did crash pretty heavily, I guess, in the final three k. Uh, he's able to finish the stage and retain the leader's jersey in the final because the fall came within the final 3k um so my my i don't know first i guess my first question is is everybody keeping up on uh, in honesty time honesty time i've been um i've been doing some fast forwarding in the welta um uh, and I, I i have been i've been getting the finals and stuff like that i've watched the beginning and then i've been kind of zipping through the end um how is everybody's welta watching good I mean, pretty much zero. Um, <laughs> I watched all the highlights about an, like an hour ago. Yeah. Um, I, you know, as I mentioned before, not to make excuses, but I did just kind of start a new job and everything. So that's been. That's a great excuse. Yeah. But that, that, that's been a big kind of new thing to get used to in my schedule and being in the position that I am, um, like being in the job that I am, it, you don't really get a break. Um, during the day to watch the Vuelta. Um, so I've been kind of keeping up through highlights. And I always uh, I always find the Vuelta difficult to watch. Yeah, you were, we were saying. Yeah. And, and as, as to you had reasons as to why. Do you want me to get on to it? Sure. Yeah, I think that, um, first of all, I've been watching like five months, six months of like bike racing, and I'm at that point over the past three or four months to where Grand Tours, especially, I always find the Vuelta really boring. 
because it's a climbers it is a climbers tour and it takes so long for these stages to get like over with that after a little while it's like oh man i like (laughs) i'm a little bored um and that's and i do like to i really do like to watch bike races and everything and it's just i haven't watched the welt all the way through ever really it's just difficult for me it just kind of dwindles out yeah and it's like over the past two years like i've known roglic is gonna win and so this year's (laughs) a little different obviously but it's just like Oh man, I have to kind of slog my way through another Grand Tour. I like I'm in that mode now where I'm like I want Perry Roubaix. I don't know yeah. if I want the Vuelta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Paul, thoughts on? Well, Vuelta. I've been have watching. You been following? Yeah, I've been watching because it it comes on earlier. I mean later, so it starts like at five fifty, oh, and okay. so I'm up at that point making coffee anyway and getting ready for work. So it's on my iPad into the toilet as we all know <laughs> and uh, and so yeah and then when I'm I'm you know at work it's on the background and I watch it today's stage was a good one to fast forward yeah it yeah. wasn't going to go yeah. anywhere yeah um, but I, I found that the other ones are pretty interesting um, Hugh Carthy I, I was surprised that he's not really but he I think he takes a while to get warmed up yeah and I think he will I'm not surprised Carapaz kind of like you know, petered out towards – it was a headwind, that last climb. Was it yesterday's yeah. stage? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think uh, it, it will get very interesting to me. If Welt is – you know, Grand Tours are never as good as the classics for me, but I, I like – I watch them all with, with fervor. But There are days of fireworks in the Welt mm-hmm. because of the fact that it's such a climber's race. Yeah. Hey, I, what do they say? Tomorrow is basically the last sprinter stage. There are two more. Two That's more. It. Two more, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, the sprinter's jersey will not be dis- won by a sprinter. No. Because the stage wins will we'll mm-hmm. come down to that sort of thing. But, Didn't uh, Carapaz win it last year? He won. He? I think he did win yeah. the sprinters last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, so there you go. Um, I agree that um, I do that. It's so weird. There's a usually there's a mental shift going from uh, the classics into the Giro, and y- you have to just kind of train your brain to go to. Yeah, yeah somebody else is going to win. It doesn't necessarily matter. Today's not the biggest day. You know, you have to wait for the biggest days, and the biggest days aren't sometimes the biggest days. And it's like watching a soap opera. It just continues to roll. Yeah. Whereas you're watching an episode, a single episode, a single standoff uh, movie in in classics, which I, I just, you know, obviously are, are that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, nothing to say anything bad against the writers. But, yeah, I, I, I'm ready for a one and done kind of a thing. You know, and we do have Perry Roubaix. We do have the Worlds. We do have Lombardia. Mm-hmm. We do have those types of events. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I've been... I've been fast forwarding and I'm not going to lie about it. I just been, I've realized that I'm not missing a ton and sorry to, you know, belittle the sport we all love and everybody's going like, <laughs> you fucking dick. I watch every second. No, you don't. Yeah. But you know, so there we go. Um, I do want to talk about a couple things that are happening within the race. And one of them being the Ineos brain trust, uh, or lack thereof, a lot of discussion in the press and in things like that, that, that Bernal should take over the sole leadership of the team with Carapaz losing time. Um, 
I, I, most of my research today was dealing with that. And, and every time I read more research about it, the more time I screamed at my computer going, are you kidding me? Nobody's talking about Adam Yates. I know he's in between Carapaz there. there everybody's talking about Carapaz yeah. and mm-hmm. Barnell, Barnell. He's, and- he's currently 16th overall at 121 down. He finished five seconds ahead of Carapaz and seven seconds ahead of Bernal in the opening time trial. Um, the guy's got the form. He's mm-hmm. ready to go. Um, Rest of his time loss was because of that crash in the closing KS stage two. It delayed him, but it but he didn't fall. He so there's no injury involved here. He was the only overall contender to attempt multiple attacks in the lead, lead group on uh, the uh, what Picon Blanco. Um, but they show that he's got something going, and he has said in the press that he is here. This is his highlight of the calendar. He is mm-hmm. here to do this. Did any of us pick him last week? No, no none of us did. Um, wh- what is the thinking, and we obviously don't know, but what, what do you think is the thinking within Ineos and is uh, a straightforward Bernal pick going to be the one that is successful? I always, like, I said this earlier, but I don't know what it is, but re- as of recently, it feels like a Yates is always going to pop. That's what happens mm-hmm. every yeah. single time. Everyone's like, Oh, like one of the Yates is doing so well, so well. He could win like this grand tour. And then out of nowhere, gone like out, like out of the top 20, like he's, they, they explode. And then it's riders like Bernal, Carapaz, Roglic, Pagacha, all of them pick up the scraps that a Yates left. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it, it, it just seems like it's always happened. And like in the tour this year, we were like, Ooh, what was it? The tour? No, it was the zero. I think we were like, Oh, Simon's going to do something. Yeah. Nothing. Out of the top twenty, like yeah. he, uh, it just it it's inevitable, is what it feels like. And Bernal from the Giro seems like he's on pretty good form from what he showed then. I don't know what COVID did to him, but I think he's he could be the nailed on favorite because I think Roglic this year has had a weird year. And interesting, I heard somebody made a claim, whether it was a where I read it or it was a podcast. Somebody heard that Bernal still has. A, He's starting to have back problems again. Oh, mm. shit. So, you know, it'll be interesting. Maybe that's why he's, you know, there was an article in Cycling News. He's like, I'm not, we still haven't decided. I'm yeah. not the sole. He's trying to take that because maybe he's got a tender back and he's like, he's ready to go. Yeah. But he didn't He didn't mention Adam Yates. He's like, Carapaz is only 216 down. He did, is, yeah. And it's like. What do you guys not like him? <laughs> yeah, is, is he the guy who's just like going oh, just? Eat you know, this is a British there. team, and he's a British writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And the Daddy Warbucks, who's paying for you, Mister Enios Radcliffe, is British. So I would think he would. He'd be pretty them. jazzed with a with a British, British winner. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it just seems it's just seemed bizarre watching that entire thing. Uh, you know, go down here. Uh, Roglic is currently sitting 30 seconds back. Kalamazan, 35. Unric Maas, I think I had him circled, but I don't think I officially voiced that I picked him, which was stupid. No, it was a good move. It's, yeah. He's on uh, Movistar. Yeah. What is going on within also the Movistar blow. ranks? I don't know. They're not going to do another Netflix this year. Yeah, so, so yeah. we won't know. Yeah. yeah. Is it just, is, is it a truly a every man? Every rider for themselves within this organization yeah. because just watching them just kind of yeah. attack each other is just like, or is Valverde just like I'm fucking going out in a blaze of glory or something? I don't yeah. know. He's he's sitting seventh. He's only fifty seven seconds off the lead. 
I think uh, Movistar has a tendency of getting really good talents, but that are just solid duds. Yeah. Mikel Landa, to me, really mm-hmm. solid talent, but he's kind of just a dud. Mm-hmm. And it, that's what Currently 10th. But he won't win. For Brian Victorious. Yeah. Yeah. He will not win. Yeah. Because I just don't think he has the team or anything. I just picked him. I you picked did? him last week, yeah. You did. Yeah, you and did. Roglic, yeah. yeah. And then who is your, your other? Uh, of course, a German. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's still upright, though, right? I think he did go down. He went down early. There's yeah. like three Bora guys went yeah. down. He, <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. but he wasn't out because a no. couple of Bora guys went out on that one. So, um, so uh, are you guys comfortable with your choices, how they're sitting? Jackson, remind us who you chose. Um, I picked Bernal, Vlasov, and uh, Gino Mater. Okay. How are you feeling with those? Um, is Vlasov in the top ten? Vlasov is not in the top ten currently. Part of me wonders if uh, he'll target stages after what he put out in the Giro, but I don't know. I'd be interested. And I think Bernal will, if back does not destroy, or if back is not destroyed, then he could show something. Paul, how are you feeling? Uh, well, you know how I do on these things. I'm, I'm never confident. <laughs> we have really <laughs> smart choices. It's just that something comes along and just like like goes, a tree falling on your yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of those things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I have Primus Roglic. I have Hugh Carthy, and I have Guillaume Martin. And I, I, I don't think I'm not counting Hugh Carthy out. I don't know where Guillaume Martin is. The second week, things are going to really shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. shuffle. And then the third week, it's those climbs that they have yeah. coming at them is like, oh, yeah. it's insane. Like the year that Chris Horner won. Yeah. It was like watching that they were climbing up this wall, and he and Nibali were going back to back. And it was they were crawling, crawling. Yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking, how much longer? It, it went in for... Yeah. I mean, it's two kilometers, but you're watching it for 20 minutes. It yeah. seems like yeah. it's like, holy cow. That's how steep it was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. That's Rumors nasty. that Nibali is uh, returning to Astana next year. Mm. Yeah, there are rumors floating around about that one. So he's leaving the Trek burial ground. <laughs> And as much as I hate to say it, uh, switching stories, I hate to say it, dealing with uh, Trek Burial Ground, say it ain't so, KFC. Katie Compton has accepted a four-year suspension after testing positive for an anabolic agent following an out-of-competition test on September 16th, 2020. Um, The USADA announced yesterday, well, Wednesday, sorry, um, last Wednesday. uh, Compton's four-year suspension began on September 16th. 
2020 and the date of her positive sample that that the date of her positive sample was um, was uh, discovered. She had planned to retire after you after the cyclocross world championships in Arkansas scheduled for January 29th and 30th and said that she was incredibly sad to end her career this way. Unfortunately, the, the news of the positive test came five months after she'd given the sample, making it incredibly unlikely she could provide proof that it came from a contaminated supplement of food, which she was which she was going with. Um, she told, uh, I'm I, I, taking a lot of stuff from cycling news here, that she suspected some beef she'd had for dinner the night before the doping control was to blame yes we have heard this this story before um and i'm not i'm not judging katie on this one here but uh the meat was not organic and in the united states the fda allows ranchers to implant their cattle with a wide range of hormones including testosterone to promote growth providing the levels of the hormones are quote below a safe level end quote when the cows are slaughtered so um I'm sure you guys both heard about this one. Um, uh, what were your initial thoughts among hearing um, any of this this news regarding Katie? Yeah, I don't know. It's tough because we look at a lot of dopers and go, you cheated, yeah. so you shouldn't be let in. And I don't know. I think I look at this and I say, you you pull this kind of stuff, you earn, you, you earn your time. Yeah. Um, if And come on the meat really like yeah well you know okay okay. i i I don't know i just feel like it's any a a bit of a grasp at straws to get out of a thing that you did um contador did it you know now we're seeing this pop up multiple times either it's a pattern or it's a great excuse um and i'm finding it to be a bit of a great excuse um yeah you know you you gotta especially at that point if 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 you get caught for it, there's probably a good amount of it in your urine, bloodstream, whatever you gave. Um, so it's, I don't know, it, it, it seems hard to skirt around. And I think you got to accept the punishment because you did c- kind of cheat. I will say that Katie has always been adamant about anti-doping. Mm-hmm. I mean, more than, you know, not like yeah. Voldemort anti-doping, no. but she has been like very, very, very staunch. Uh, She's asthmatic. Her. And when, yeah. when, uh, Froome got busted for Sambuterol. She's, she said, you know, I think that if he had too much, they said that he had too many puffs in his, in yeah. his uh, inhaler. And she's like, if I have to go beyond what it's recommended, then I'm not racing or I'll race and just lose. It's not worth it. Yeah. And, and and I think for some reason, I don't know why, but I, I, I feel for her because I think she might be innocent in this thing. I don't know why. I just feel like, because so long, and, and I've seen her performance when she has bad asthma days, she's out there, she's fighting, and she's like nowhereville. But she, yeah, yeah. So if the, she was, you know, consistently, and people will probably argue, well, fourteen or fifteen national championships, you know, that's consistency. But it isn't. She was, you know, like every race. If you watch yeah. the World Cup, yeah, the, those races throughout yeah. the yeah, the, she has she some was bad days all over yeah. the place. So she have a day where she was and maybe, great and then nothing. And then on on the negative side, maybe she's using this because that she can control those down times with, you know, yeah, with the steroid. I don't know, but I I I would of all of them, I probably lean of all the dopers have been caught that use excuses like pigeon pie. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> bring that back, <laughs> you know. Um, I think for some reason I have a tendency to kind of feel for him, you know. Yeah, 
I, I don't know if it's meat. That's a hard one for me to swallow. Yeah, it, it, it hit me like <laughs> it hit me like a gut punch. Um, yeah. to be honest, uh, I, I, there are, and there always are going to be. I think we have to come to the conclusion that we are in a sport where it's performance based, enhanced, and, and, and you know, and then people are going to have to find a way to deal with uh, their genetics, not allowing them to become the person they are going to be, and so they're going to try to find marginal gains. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. To, to find their way to obtain what they need to obtain. And I think a lot, of, well, look at the Olympics, how many people have been like uh, the British yeah. um, 4x400 got popped, lost their medals. Yeah. Um, one guy got mm-hmm. nailed. Um, yeah. I think like even in baseball, some of the guys that got caught was f- try to recover fast from injury. So drugs are used to accelerate the healing process. But that's still, in a way, cheating. doesn't matter, it, it, even if it's not to enhance your existing performance. But if you're trying to accelerate your healing, yeah. to me, that's still cheating. Mm-hmm. So, And and on top of the fact that, uh, you know, for, for Katie's situation, because of the, the time passage of her original test and when this became positive, she can't research it. She can't find it. And because she's not somebody with Alberto Contador's financial backing, mm-hmm. she can't pursue her innocence because it would drain her it would that's it there's no large corporation or she hasn't earned multiple millions of millions of millions of dollars uh by winning tours to to back her her claims up and um and so i i you know i just i i think that's that's not only a shame for her uh to go out that way I, I wish that she could have a way to defend herself and show one way or the other um, what, you know, what the truth is. Um, and and it also frightens me a little bit for people in the future of the sport, especially um, some of the people who are less paid and things like that who don't have these gigantic machines behind them to defend them um, for something that might have been a, a genuine, honest uh, mistake. And, you know, I... As a person in the sport, I've lived my life living through multiple doping instances, and it's really hard to see the report and not go, you're fucking dead to me. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to not do that. Um, you know, so, yeah. Jay, I agree with you. You know, your first your, no, your, your first reaction was like, fuck it. You know, yeah. okay, then tell me opposite. Show me opposite, you know, and, and, yeah. and I, I agree with you on that. So it's, you know, don't think that, you know, you're the only one who's who's on that side of the coin, but because yeah. it's it's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just tough because it's like everybody's like such an advocate for like racing clean, training clean, all that yeah. type of stuff. And then it's like when you look at somebody, especially an American who's been doing it, it's 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 it, I think it's even tougher to swallow because you see that national pride and then mm-hmm. you go, oh, yeah. well, what you did was in a way not really you yeah which is kind yeah. of tough to swallow which i it, it it's a bummer like if we're being really honest lance armstrong what we all looked at was oh my god that's an american doing amazing things but yeah just kind of fake now mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's hard to deal with it's yeah. it's hard in this sport um you know and it's it, it's hard with any of these extreme athletic challenging types of things you know when you watch the olympics and the, and the swimmers are talking about the fact that there is doping within swimming 
and you're hearing rumors of it, but nobody's being caught. And, and part of me is screaming at the TV going, are you fucking kidding me? Why are we being so overly tested when you guys are walking? When I look at baseball players who are just jacked to the gills and if they get caught, they're like, well, you can't play five games or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But oh, sorry. Anyway. Yeah, it's frustrating as mm-hmm. shit, you know. Everybody, you know, I, when you meet somebody at a cocktail party and they go, "Oh, you're a bike racer. What do you think of all the doping in your sport?" I'm like, "Fuck off! You watch football? <laughs> these guys are, these guys are fucking forgetting their own 300 names. Pounds so running four, four, yeah. four uh, five forties. Yeah, mm-hmm. so just yeah. don't give me shit, people. But anyway, okay. Should I switch to the topic? I'll switch to the topic. Brought to our by our friends over at Mojo Cyclery, home of all things gravel in Spokane. You guys, if you're local, get to the guys at Mojo today. If you're a member of the Pack Filler, you already know you got a discount. Great service, sales, and an overall bunch of guys selling and living all things bikes. Also, thanks to Scratch Labs, best sports nutrition on the market, according to every single member of this show. No, really, check them out, including the great recipes at scratchlabs.com. And, of course, finally, thanks to Athletic Brewing, best non-alcohol option out there. Believe me. I've tried a lot of them. It's uh, truly the best, and I'm I'm genuinely saying that. And yes, I know that somebody is a part owner in that company, and I'm still I'm comp- I'm cool with the company right now at this point. If they make me say his name, I I we'll see. New brews constantly being released. Uh, for example, I just pr- purchased. And this sounds weird. This is going to sound like a, a wussy drink. The grapefruit Rattler. The Radler beers, which is a, a German concept mm-hmm. where they lemonade Austrian, and beers. Actually, Austrian, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if it tastes anything like the rem- lemon Radler, it's going to be brilliant after a hot ride or even just mowing the lawn. Use your, our link to get to Athletic, please. We'd appreciate that. So here's what I want to talk about, and this is going to be the gloom and doom episode. I want to talk about dealing with adversity. This past weekend, we lost our opportunity to race. Uh, many di- many riders I've uh, you know here are dealing with uh, injury recovery or things like that. Um, should Katie Compton be found innocent or even worse if she if she is and can't ever prove otherwise um, how does she return to the sport so dealing with these really tough blows and making things happen multiple times things can get you down in 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 your athletic career and uh, what I want to talk about is how to deal with them and keep finding reasons to straddle the top two and 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 get outside so uh, I want to talk to you guys about um, any times you've been forced off the bike against uh, for a reason you didn't want to. For example, I'll give myself um, in the in the late 80s. I was uh, living at the Olympic Training Center and I, I went through a bout of Epstein Barr. I didn't know that it was Epstein Barr at the time, which is a chronic fatigue uh, type of, of situation. Um, uh, Mike McCarthy got the same thing and it became national news. And but. Not when you got Not it. Not when I got it, yeah, because uh-huh. I wasn't as fast as Mike. Uh-huh. But uh, and and it it, it really 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 um, uh, hit me in terms of. Um, not only the physical realm of it, where I had to come, I, I had to leave the Olympic Training Center, and, you know, and what I thought at the time was in shame because I didn't know that that's what it was. I came back to town, and my father and a doctor, really great Scott Bradley, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, diagnosed me with Epstein Barr, and uh, we found a way for me to deal with it, even though it's something that you deal with for your entire days. But I had to spend a good amount of time off the bike, and what that also did to me mentally, because I thought that I was a failure for leaving the Olympic Training Center, was 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 brutal. 
and coming back from that was tough. So are there have there been any times that you've been forced away? And Jackson, you could even use your, you know your 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 years in soccer yeah. or something like that. Um, that you were forced off the bike and and had to had to deal with with that forced time off. Yeah. Um, so I. Uh, as as you know, I kind of played soccer for you know a little bit of time. Majority of your yeah. life, <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I um, I was injured probably two two times in my entire soccer career. Which, if you're talking about ratio, that's a pretty good injury to game like playtime ratio. Yeah. Um, and so I the probably the one time I was genuinely annoyed with having to miss <laughs> soccer um was when i broke my hip um it was such an old injury for such a young person yeah. um oh i was like my <laughs> <hip>. oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you you yeah seriously though i still got it <laughs> <laughs> um but i remember that and being a little frustrated but i and I also lo- like to compare that to when I like I I obviously have my knee issues um on the bike yeah. but ever since I was fitted f- through ambassador cycling um I oh um <laughs> oh, yeah, I was trying to find the sound effect but I couldn't um but yeah ev- uh, that's that's kind of gone away um but when 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 those issues arise I was more frustrated than I was with soccer which to me means that I actually found a sport that I enjoy um yeah. But also, I remember, for instance, with the knee thing, it was like, this is really annoying because it's unexplainable um, and it just kind of pops up out of nowhere. I remember when it first happened, it was like, I would really like to ride my bike, but even walking is annoying to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is just for me because it wasn't like a broken body part or something like that. um, I was able to just kind of wait a couple weeks and it'd be fine. Um, But I couldn't I couldn't imagine being in the instance where it's like. Oh, I broke my arm. I'm out for the rest of like four months. Like yeah. I couldn't imagine having to deal with that type yeah. of situation. Paul, any forced times off? Yeah, um, in high school in football, I in practice. It's always when you're training or practice is when I got you injured. You haven't had any forced times off the bike. I have. Oh, okay, but I'm okay, going deep. Okay. I'm going oh, okay, way okay, back. Okay. I uh, severely I had a high ankle sprain and. I didn't know if I was going to make my senior year, oh. make the very first game. And so, but it worked out. Tape the. the Your mother. best gal's looking at you going, yeah. gee, Paul, you're going to be able to play the big game. <laughs> That's right. Hooray. I don't know, Polly, but I'm going to give it my best. <laughs> exactly. Man, go get him, Paul. I will. <laughs> Thanks, doll. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to find a way to find yeah. some joy. In yeah, yeah. Topic. no kidding. <laughs> but the other time it happened to me was uh, never. I crashed in races, but I could get yeah. back up. It was just mere flesh wounds, and uh, <laughs> but a scratch. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I was able to finish. But there was uh, oh, must have been in the two thousands. I was just getting back into racing. I was getting in good shape and riding with a, a big group of guys and. Um, we had a major pileup and I destroyed a lot of bike parts and, and dislocated, pulled out my uh, collarbone out of my AC joint. Into Was this that day. the Harry Gary's demise? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. there's my top of my, instead of being right here, it's right here, my collarbone. Oh. So 
So no I crunch not in the medical I field. I can put it in the mic and you can hear it go. Oh, so, wow. Um, so that staying off the bike, I think it was about two weeks. It wasn't very comfortable, okay. but I still was able to ride um, a little bit and train. But probably the worst one was when I tore my hamstring se- severely. And um, foolishly, after I, I pulled it, I didn't know what it was or tore it. Um, I rode another 50 miles after I p- got myself up, which only pr- probably made it worse. And we had a big training or big race series here called Inland Series, and I was doing well in it. I was yeah. had some points. And uh, it was like three weeks after I, I did that. And they used to do ultrasound. I was at Tailwinds, and they're doing working on it, working on it. And I, I just said, "Yeah, I'll be uh, anxious for my race." And they're like, "What? Oh, you gonna wow. race?" And I said, "Yeah." And they're going, "Well, we can't say you can't, but <laughs> it's not probably a good idea." I'm like, "Screw it, I'm going," because I felt good on the bike. And but training and racing, as you know, there's like towards the end, I'm in the lead, like ten guys. And there was attacks, and all of a sudden that sucker grabbed, and it was. I thought I tore it again. I'm, I'm sure I probably tore it again, but. Oh shit. Um, and then I had to like back way off, so those are the two times, and it it, it kills me. But it, it, one weird thing about cycling to me, it's like. You can still ride. You don't have to put effort into it. Like all the injuries I had, like even the collarbone. You know, I stayed off for a little bit, but as long as it it doesn't hurt, you can keep riding. So. Yeah. Um. You can't do that, in, like bringing back the football. I'm, I was sidelined. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't do anything. Yeah, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, the mental stress that that puts upon you, because we all, I know that, you know, and I'm just talking about physical injuries right now. Mm-hmm. But the mental stress that that puts upon you, and what we all end up dealing with is this. God damn it! I got just want to. Okay, can I just go out a little bit? Can I, you know, Jackson, with your knee? I remember seeing your kneecap, one kneecap at least a quarter of an inch higher than the other one. You had some, yeah. something going on with the, the, you know, the cartilage and the tendons behind that knee, and. You want to go out you, because you know that fitness is slipping and you, and you know that there's that. It's, it's this drug that you become addicted to, and I shouldn't use the word drug, but uh, but you, you want to keep going and, and you want to stay on top of things. That was my biggest mistake in my cycling career was that I took a gigantic chunk of time off. And you, because if you're on top of it year after year after year, things come back easier. But, boy, they don't if, mm-hmm. if you take a long amount of time off. And... Um, you know how how do you deal with that? What's you know how do you work on trying to get over that and take that time off and understand that in the long run it might be better? Does it? Do you, have you any guys ever had any elongated times like that off? No, not that long. Yeah. I mean, not. No, it's got to be. Oh, you know, yeah. it's. I think my passion for cycling, no matter if I was the times that I were, I was uh, sidelined uh, for a little bit. You know, it just builds for me. It's just that mental because I can't wait for it to get better. Yeah. The problem for me is pulling back on the reins and not pushing it to the point where, like I did with my hamstring, yeah. did more damage than I did good. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've always said, and, and it's a running gag with a friend of mine, John Bozo, is, is like, next year. Wait until next year. Yeah. Because cycling, it's the only sports, you know, like soccer or, or when I played football – I mean, once you're out of high school or if you make it to college, it's how many people make it to the pros, you know, yeah. it's over. You, you know, you even even, you know, doing pickup games in basketball, it's still it's not the same. It's not the same. No. Yeah. You know, it, it gives you a little thrill. 
but cycling competing you can do it till you're 90 years old yeah. you know it's a unique sport and yeah. that's like the phoenix from the ashes <laughs> so yeah let's talk about um what i'm calling political uh setbacks uh disqualifications uh, uh, uh rivals in the, uh, the field becomes negative things become depressing and shit like that that ruin it or or coaches that cause burnout or or a team that just ruined it for you and you don't want to face them next year or things like that um and that that mental aspect that brings you down, you're just like going, "Oh my God, okay, I got out of that team, but I don't want to see those fuckers next year." Um, where you want to almost kind of just fade off into oblivion or move to another town or things like that. Um, you know, even if you haven't dealt with them, how would you deal with something like that? You know, for example, let's say you know you had a, I don't know, let's say you had a race where you went to and you fin- you rode so hard that you shit yourself at the finish line or something like that, and there's crap <laughs> running down your leg or something like that, and everybody's going like, fucking A, man, you got shit running down your leg. I'm like, yeah, I know. You want yeah. some? Yeah, you want yeah. some. <laughs> you know, and you're totally embarrassed, and I'm basing this off of a partially true story. When I was in grade school, I threw up in, in my seventh grade reading class uh, while the girl in front of me was reading, and I threw up applesauce all over her, and I was embarrassed. I was... T- embarrassed to the point of wanting to drop out of school and i'm sharing this on a podcast to thousands of listeners right now at this point i'm bearing my soul to say the fact that yes i puked on a girl named heather i'm not going to give her last name but but i didn't want to go back i was terrified to go back have you ever had an example like that where where you were embarrassed in the scene or a disqualification or a USA cycling ref you wanted a fucking punch in the face and you did or something like that, <laughs> you know, where something brought you where you're like, oh, my God, I got to swallow my pride or I got to quit. Anybody? Oh, am I just hitting bl- shooting blanks here? Well, you want to talk about traumatic experiences with coaches. I line up. Because I've got a few. You've of them. had some soccer coaches yeah. who were twats. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's, and this is not just with soccer, but this could be with any sport in which you have coaching. Um, I I found out through my experiences that it's it's sometimes really hard to get excited for anything if you have a really bad coach or want to go to the like the practice training whatever it is if you have a really bad coach and it's it's you will fall out of love with the sport a little bit. Yeah. Like I soccer for me for a while was my lifeblood. Like I YouTube video games, TV, everything was that. And then one year it was, or well, a couple of years it was like you switch to the big leagues and people are hitting your insecurities. And it's like, Oh my God, I hate myself. And and now I hate the sport. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, I, I mean, I did stop. And if I'm being honest, it was probably because of the coaches in the community because it's everybody for themselves, even though it's a team sport. No, it's not. It's a gigantic individual sport after a little while. And I, to transition that to cycling, it's like when I found the sport of cycling, it's like because it was like, to be honest, my coaching, my terms type of situation, I really enjoyed the individuality, but also the teamwork that it brought because it was like all for a team goal. In the end, ultimately, sure, I found it to be more of a welcoming feeling in community rather than just like, hey, if you don't do well, you're not going to make um, college. Like, you're not going to go to college, <laughs> that type of situation. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Paul, yeah, no. 
Well, when it comes to coaches, I can think of one. Um, and he's highly regarded, and he's in the Hall of Fame for the state of Washington. Shit. Uh, he's he's a phenomenal coach, but I don't – for some reason, I don't think my senior year, we, my best friend and I were, um, you know, the only two seniors on the team. And the year before – well, just to back up and preface, <laughs> Reardon – where I went to school, it's a small school. And so, but when we moved there in 1970, I was just a little kid, and basketball was everything. Um, they already won uh, two state championships in previous years, right before, I think, 67, 68. Um, and then 1970, the year we got there, they won. And 71, they won. Uh, 74, they won. My, my <laughs> brother-in-law, well, he wasn't my brother-in-law at the time, was on that team yeah. and won the state champ. And when you, when there's people just packed in watching B basketball, it's it's like you can't hear yourself. I mean, think it's so loud. And my growing up, of course, then you just like I'm gonna do this. So when I was in fifth grade, I played on the sixth grade team. And and mind you, it's a small school because oh, yeah. it, it, a big school, I probably wouldn't have but made it. But now there's always that playing up mentality. Always, too. yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. six or seven, you know, all the way up. I was, a, I was always, and and I was a captain my freshman year of the JV team. My sophomore year, I was actually doing both varsity and JV. And then um, my junior, year, I thought I'm starting. I just thought for sure it's no problem. I sat on the bench and I played maybe one two minutes. Oh. And it was devastating. I remember just like, and during practice, the the coach that's uh, at Reardon, I don't know if he had something personally out for me. I don't know. I, I That's not fair to say. But the assistant coach that I had the whole time was tough as nails, like a drill sergeant. But he believed in me. And the head coach kicked me off the court, literally, in the ass with his foot. Holy shit! And um, and so I, you know, I sat down on the bench, and he wanted me to think it through. And I, I said, I'm done for the first time in my life. I'm done with this sport. And that that drill sergeant guy came up, and he goes, "You have it. You just need to settle down. Don't even think about what the mistakes you had." Wow. And then, within a week, I was starting. So whoa. Well, it, it helped that okay. that one of the stars got caught smoking dope. So oh, I kind of yeah, moved yeah, things yeah, around, yeah. and the next yeah. thing you know, bam. Yeah, and you planted so, it in then, his gym yeah. bag. Yeah, you put it in his gym bag, well, didn't you? Jesus, I, I didn't think I told anybody that. Fuck, I knew. Didn't it. mean to make that public now. Sorry, Bart. <laughs> Sorry, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Bart sounds like a dope smoker. Yeah. <laughs> he? He's a great guy. Bart. The he always got in trouble though. Pass the dope on the left hand side. But it's it it taught me that little thing. Taught me, he's like you. You don't yeah. quit. Yeah. If you if you're passionate about your sport, you've got to press on, and it really has. I mean, cycling. I had a year where I I have more probably asphalt buried in my underneath my skin than anything. It's like I'm not even a part of the crash. I felt like like uh, 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 Garant Thomas. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like holy cow. Yeah, people running into me, taking me down. You know, and I made a couple of mistakes, yeah. but but you know. It's a matter of just pressing on. If it's something you like and you really find, you just got to focus on that and put the negative behind you. So, see, that's that's yeah, no, that's kind of the thing I was looking for. You know, it's just this 
this trying to find that way through these adversity. I had a coach. It's kind of funny. I was I wasn't even thinking about these things when I was writing this stuff down. But yeah, I had a coach who who I left the the team that I'm on now, and I'm back. I I left um, because um, I just it, I didn't. He and I weren't clicking, and it was ter- it was terrible. And um. I, I was in the middle of college, and, and I remember at the time, because I wanted to leave, the people in charge of the team would not let me leave. They wouldn't release me, so I had to race unattached for a year um, and, and you know, and things like that. And they're all people we know, you know, who we're mm-hmm. in a close circle with, and it was just it was a gigantic falling out. And I left cycling and just focused on rowing in college after that. And it, it burned me out, you know, and, and, that, and those types of things. How about physical injuries? You know, and I know we haven't, none of us have had any major physical injuries. Um, but, you know, I, I think about our, our buddy Terry, you know, who mm-hmm. dealt with a, a very, very major cr- uh, uh, crash in cycling where he broke his pelvis. Yep. Shattered his pelvis. Shattered his pelvis. Yeah. Um, in a in a bike race and and as and I, I remember talking to him earlier this year where he's still still dealing with it where he's still finding himself not able this is a couple of years several years later where he's still not able to produce the power and the watts and those types of things that that he uh, that he used to before this crash and and to clarify that too it's not like he doesn't try. He's no. been trying 100%. And that hell. guy's putting a lot of effort trying to recover. And he is stronger than shit. Yeah. I didn't ride with him before the accident. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine what it was like before then. You guys were teammates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but wh- how do you get through something like that? You know, and we talked about um, and, uh, endurance riding and, and how, you, Paul, you would never, you're, it's not your thing. But. If if you get with something like this, if you if you have something like this that's just a setback within your life, and being that I know that I'm sitting across the console from two very competitive guys, what if that competitive element is is taken from you in the form of an injury, in form of, re- of recuperation? How do you shift? Is I mean, heaven forbid we'd have to shift this mentality. But if there if if there was, what would be the way in which you could do it and deal with that and 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 move on? Does anybody have a way in which you could try attempt that? Uh, Jackson, you probably are like, "Fuck, I haven't even thought about it. I'm just living my life, man." <laughs> Seriously, no. I Jesus, Dad, bring me down. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for throwing mortality in my face. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I think um, like the competitive nature of cycling, I really like glom onto i think it's really like Mm -hmm. a big part of it for me but like at the core of it i just get excited to ride my bike in general so if 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 i have like that competitive nature taken away from me in some shape or form all that would really matter to me is if i can ride you know um sure but if if this hypothetical situation in which i can't ride is is put in front of me then i you can ride you just can't ride at the level you had been yeah. riding at yeah i i think that would be, i if to put my shoes to, or to put myself in the shoes of like terry for instance um oh that's a laptop that was my laptop yeah oh well i um, won't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> um but uh i it would be extremely frustrating especially knowing what you could do and knowing now what you can do is not the same. I could see, I could definitely get that frustration level of like, sure. why, why is this not letting me do it? Um, Wouldn't drive you to the golf course? God, no. I'm too stubborn. <laughs> I, 
I'd I'd look at it and say, okay, because I'm this. This is my screwed up mentality of going, oh, I can't do that now. Give me a month. I bet I can do it. That's why I did. I mean, that's why I did Belgian waffle. I looked at it and I said, I can't do that when I signed up for it. But I bet you, if I throw up at the end of it, I'll I'll still do it. It's <laughs> a good attitude. I like it. I do like that. Yeah. I do like that. I yeah. was looking for a quote to go out of the show, but I'm not done with the show. So yeah. thanks for giving me the quote to go out with wow. <laughs> at the wrong time. <laughs> Write it down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul dealing with that. We, yeah. I guess my biggest fear, I'm, you know, kind of staying on the same, same wave as, as Jackson is that for me, riding my bike, I enjoy it. Uh, spirited rides. I, it's a thrill to me. And then races are to the point of that's, you know, utopia for me. Yeah. And that's what I focus on. Um, if I had a forever in injury where I could not ever get to that point to compete and ride, I have to question how much I would ride. I really? Don't, yeah. That's how much I enjoy the competitive and stuff. I, I, I would like to think that I continue on, but as as Jackson was talking, I'm like, wow, what if all of a sudden – and and I, there's a guy I rode with who uh, he crashed on a mountain bike and his handlebars hit him in the heart and it tore a valve. Holy shit! And so he ended ah. up having open heart surgery and they put a pig valve in there. But he had to be on beta, uh, beta blockers for a while, mm. and which you can only get your heart rate so. And I'm like, sure. that would suck because he was always there and now you got to look behind because he just can't get his heart rate up. Yeah, but he's trying. And maybe that's what it comes down to, you would, know. And would you Sean Yates it and and ride an e bike in a competitive? I don't, I don't know. I, I that's not. I, I I'd say no now. But if it is, I, I don't know if I get a joy out of, you know, going out and pounding it out with everybody else, and I know that I got an electronic advantage, yeah. Yeah. especially if you start winning. You know what I mean? Or you can just drop them at will. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. It's it's the as it's Sam and I were we're writing that that one day yeah. side by side we're talking about it's just the whole aspect of cycling for me is the individual battle the mental battle that you have to you're constantly got the little proverbial angel and devil like, quit quit no no yeah. you can do this yeah. you know and you're doing and that is always a challenge and then the person behind trying to read you know the guy next to you or you're trying to beat or you know what can i do what's coming up ahead that mental stimulation too but if I have an e-bike, it's just like, oh, I'll just put it on number three here and just power away. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I don't know if I get the same thrill. So, yeah. I'm not going to ask my last question. Huh. No. You guys just both – no, you guys you guys ended it on – because I, I'm i sitting here thinking about – I was writing this topic today going, this is kind of depressing shit. You know, this is a gloom and doom show. Um, <laughs> and, uh, How and, fitting. Look outside. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking of ways in which – that you guys would find a way to find the positive and you guys within the responses of that last question found the positive. It's the, I'd, I'd still find a way to keep it going. You know, I'd, I'd still tr try and, and, and see what I could possibly do to make it still go. And yes, I might not ride as fast with the guys I used to ride with. You mentioned Paul, you mentioned the spirited rides and that has gotten me through this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about necessarily the organized spirited rides that our friends at ODZ are doing here in town, which are great. There's mm -hmm. so much there. I, I, I'm definitely doing it this week. If 
we can Smoke breed. provides. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, but, uh, but those rights, and then going out with you guys and going out last week, two weeks ago, with with the team and mm-hmm. and and just going until you know somebody gets dropped and then you regroup and you do it again mm-hmm. and 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 you just I, that's been that has been my racing this year um, mm-hmm. and it has been such a, a spark in that very dark yeah, tunnel yeah. Yeah. and and I think we need that spark in that very dark tunnel and you just got to find it whatever it might mm-hmm. be yeah so I guess that's what we're gonna end with. Yeah, right? Does right. that sound all right? Here we go. Um, hey, you guys, that's our takeaway. Um, and I, I was gonna, I have here written, Jackson, any way to make us feel all warm and fuzzy, but you already did that. I just want to <laughs> note that I have it written here to, for you to find us any way to make us feel all warm and fuzzy. Because you always just do that. You're just like going, hey, man, peace and love. You know? um, it might change since he's left portland yeah he's in he's in yeah yeah he's in methlehem now so yeah. it's it can all go down smoke pass. yeah smoke <laughs> yeah exactly hey you guys thanks for listening tell a friend subscribe to the podcast get out there ride stay safe and oh my god if you if you don't have the smoke appreciate it because uh we're, we're i'm thinking this is just going to be a normal september august september kind of thing for us here so we're just until there are no more trees left and then there's no more oxygen so see i brought the show back down to a shitty 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 conclusion (laughs) thanks everybody stay positive we'll catch you next week planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.